Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hey guys, so today we are going to talk about there are so many things that are calling for your time. How do you decide which are priorities and which are for another time or need to come off the list altogether? We have so much to say about this that it's going to be a two-parter. So let's go. Hello. Hey, what's up? We are back again. Uh, We were thinking about other things to talk about and chat about with you guys. And basically, the way we're coming up with these ideas is the questions that we get from you all, Uh, whether it's on social media or some of the creative and business coaching we do or just conversations with friends, really. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably more that, just kind of natural things that are coming up in conversations with everyone. Exactly. And and one of the most common we've had in the past year, which I completely understand, is how we manage our time. It's a pretty big one. It's a big one. And actually, usually, this is exactly how the question goes. And we had this before this year, so this is not COVID-specific. But was, how do you balance everything? Yeah. And how do we feel about that? (laughs) I, I mean, is that even possible? No, no. Balancing. I mean, seriously, because of how things change constantly and all that kind of stuff. Is that even like a realistic thing? Or is that just a phrase? I think, I feel like that's just a phrase that's, has like people have said, and it's almost like, oh, that makes sense. Like you're balancing it all. But are you really balancing it all? I don't know what that means. You just can't. That's why... It's, it's an unbalancing act. It's not yeah. possible. And so I think I fell for that. I will say for me in this year, I have grown so much in this and because I've been majorly challenged in it. Yeah, I would say we both. Oh, been. definitely. Been, yeah. um, and I would be surprised if you guys all listening haven't been challenged in that a little bit too, but you, you can't do it all. And you, most importantly, you cannot do it all well. Yeah, um, definitely. I think that's for sure. sure. You can try to do it all, but you're not going to be doing those things well or giving certain mm. attention to things that might be more. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a hard thing for me as a perfectionist too. Like I want to be doing everything <laughs> perfect and that's just not possible. Exactly, exactly. Doing one thing perfect is impossible. So, <laughs> and, and this is the reason why it's not possible is because the way that you spend your time is important. And so you mm. can't you know fracture your time so much that it's you know two minutes doing this two minutes doing that five minutes doing this it just things don't get first of all things don't get done that way it's not how yeah as i say that's not how life is no exactly and and the whole idea of multitasking and things like that i mean study i don't have one to quote right now but studies after studies have shown like you you can't multitask like it's just not possible and that type of thing i hate that i would like to say that i can multitask but when (laughs) i do attempt it i realize Oh, this isn't working. I should pay attention to that. I do that. think that there is some sort of superpower as a mom, though, that you can, uh, yeah. you can, the idea of multitasking is possible. I do think in general, <laughs> there's probably a study we should look up before I say this out loud, but I'm going to say it anyways. I do think in general, in general, as I say again, women tend to be a bit better multitasking, whether you're a mother or not. 
more than guys, and that probably has something to do with the... Well, the, the men in your life can't multitask. No. Let's just be <laughs> frank about that. One of our sons, for instance, um, I will say to him, I need you... Can you go grab these two things? Well, no, the other night I said, I have three things I need you to do. And I started naming all three of them off. And he said, Mom, just stop. What's the first thing you need me to do? And I said, well, all three are in the same area. And so <laughs> why would I just tell you one? He said, if you tell me one, I'll go do it. If you tell me three, I won't remember any of them. True. And I do think that is true for our that, own lives, that, too. That might be my story from time to time as well when you ask me to do I things. Wasn't calling you, I wasn't calling you out on that, but you just called I mean, yourself you out You can call me out. I mean, that's what this is about. You might as well we just are call going, me out. Right? We're going below the surface here. So we yeah. are, yes. So we thought it was just important to be real and transparent with you because I think sometimes, you know, what we show maybe on social media and stuff, we try to be as real as we can, but Mm -hmm. also know, um, you know, I don't pull my phone out when our kids are, you know, having a meltdown or (laughs) I don't pull my phone out when I'm having a meltdown. Such a natural thing you do, right? (laughs) Exactly. To document that or those kinds of things. And so this is us being real about the fact that it's very unbalanced in our life. There's not a balance act. Um, and with that, I think one thing that I have heard said over and over again, I'm sure there's an original person that said this, um, but the idea of having glass balls that you are juggling, if you will, uh, and the fact that there are, you know, so many balls up in the air that you are juggling and you can't keep them all up. Fun note, I now know that Pat juggles. I can juggle, yes. This is a, I did not know this till COVID time somehow, yeah. and we've been together almost 20-something years, over well, 20 years. Well, we've been together over 20 years, yes. but... And just found this out recently. So if you juggle, you will understand this. If not, you can probably visualize it and picture it, but you have about three or four... Can you do... How many can is the most somebody can juggle? Uh, I honestly have no idea. There's probably some Guinness Book of World Records there probably of some, is. something, well, but... I would I say. think I think a a a beginner juggler starts with three or four <laughs> would be my guess. Okay, technical detail there, <laughs> um, but I still don't even think that's realistic for you to be juggling that much stuff sometimes. But you have certain things that are glass balls that you don't want to let them fall and be ignored, um, and it's hard because you can probably think now in your life, well, I've got like. 10 things that I don't want to fall and be ignored, but some are more precious than others. Let's put it that way. And that's why you, if you think of them in the glass ball analogy, it's that you don't want to let those drop. So for us, and we have kids and everything that is our marriage is one of those and caring for our marriage. It's our children and caring for our family and that kind of thing. And so if we are picking something else up that is going to make those two glass balls drop and fall and shatter, it makes us stop everything to say, whoa, we need to readjust something here. And so those two are like always our glass balls. Yeah. Um, Now, there are times where we have to like decide what our priorities are and things like that. And again, those two things are always our priorities. Those are the top of the priority. Um, For us, we also have a faith. So it's our relationship with God as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So whatever that may look like for you, but you know, Figuring out what those glass ball things are that if they dropped, it would be devastating. Um, And so for us, we know in order to do all these other things, those things have to be in a healthy place and we cannot drop those glass balls. Doesn't mean that we don't go through seasons (laughs) where they're slowly getting to the floor and about ready to drop and that kind of stuff. And so Mm -hmm. we've just learned and we continue to learn. We're not perfect in it about those things and how um, how to keep them up in the air somewhat. But again, it's not balancing. It's just not possible to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, I think 
that analogy is really good, but also I always think of it in a way that, you know, there's like a, a weight scale where sometimes mm. things are going to weigh heavier than others. And so you have to pay attention to those things in different times in, of your life, in different seasons and all that kind of stuff. And so there's really never a true balance of things that actually make sense. So at least in my head, like, I just don't think, feel like there's a true balance. I don't think you're always going to have like the perfect weighted scenario of everything in your life because again there are certain things in your life that are going to be harder or joy more joyful or all these different things and they're going to be heavier or lighter in different seasons and so it's always going to be kind of you know wobbling around right now i'm like trying to to like juggle i'm trying well yeah i guess that's (laughs) juggling or you know feeling like one side heavier than the other kind of thing so um, yeah, and I think, again, part of it is then it, whether you want to refer to it as what are your class balls or what are your priorities, Yeah, um, I think that's probably something that's a bit more tangible for most people and they can really think like, okay, I can figure out what my priorities are. But here's, again, this is coming from, from me, who is somebody that would like to have 20 priorities. That's not possible. Yeah, like how do you figure those out? Exactly. Like, those so we thought we'd walk you guys through like how do you figure out what your priorities are how do you figure out what that scale might look like in your life um, for this season? I think that's super important to keep in mind throughout mm-hmm. all of this. Is, it's, a, it's a constant thing that you're always evaluating. Yes. For sure. I mean, it can usually our seasons last for a couple of months and things like that um, before something else has to be switched and we need to transition to another kind of season or those kinds of things. We have had some seasons though where, you know, one week has been really busy. And so that is like a short little snippet of a season. Um, And it's been busy with something in particular or a different priority has cropped up during the week. Um, You know, easy thing. Someone gets sick or ill in our house. That's a priority. Everything stops. Yeah. In general, everything stops. Um, And so those are things that, you know, there are life events, the things that are going to stop everything. And so, um, yeah, so that's part of it. Yeah. I think, um, so the first step is understanding, like, what are those priorities? Something we did that I absolutely loved is we've done several times is we've kind of had this uh, dream, if you will, state of dreaming and thinking about what we want our ideal life to look like. Um, And that sounds very like, oh, must be nice. You can think of that and stuff. And I realize that is a privilege we can do that. But what that does is like helps us think about what our yeses and our nos. Um, And so with that, then we set priorities in line with that. And we'll kind we'll talk about some of our priorities that have come up in in this past year, especially that have um, come up with that. Uh, But something we would highly recommend is the book Essentialism. Definitely. We, I've read it multiple times. I'm actually planning on reading it again in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. It's a quick, it's a I've fairly read it a quick couple read. times as well. Yeah. And it's a fairly quick read. It's something great. I would actually get the book form if you can, because you can tag it, highlight it, underline well, you it. You would say that for any book, I would to be say honest. That for any book, yes. But you only have so many shelves in space too. So <laughs> I'm coming to terms with, you know, not, but I would prefer to have it in book form. Um, and it's really good at figuring out like what are the essential things, um, for it uh what are in your life what are the essential things and so again whatever you want to call it essentialism priorities or glass balls it's all the same idea of what are those most important things and then how does everything fall into place from knowing what those are yeah and then how do you make decisions on them and it means you're gonna have to say no to a lot of stuff too which yeah is just hard which i think one of the big things that we've been processing is that what do we say yes to right now um 
and I've just been really reflecting on that a lot. But when you say no, when we've been talking about this so much lately, is when you say no, it gives another opportunity for someone else to be able to say yes to. Not in all, so yes. many ways. And it's like... You're not, you're not making it so that that thing, whatever the person might be asking you, I mean, for a time being, maybe that thing that you have said no to may not happen. Right. But it probably was meant for somebody else. Yeah. If you're really feeling it's a no. That's such a huge thing. As well about. as we've said no to some things recently that we've kind of wrestled with that we thought, oh, that feels like a good opportunity. We should do that. We yeah. should say yes to that. And then there's been something, you know, you just kind of get that little nag in the back of your head that's no, this isn't meant for you. No, this isn't the time for that. And so then we've said no. And then shortly after, something else has come up that we realized if we said yes to that first thing, yep. it would have had to been a no to this opportunity that is right in line with where we feel like we're headed yeah. and what we want for our lives and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah that has been exactly, you know, that, yeah, since we've said no, it allows us then with something else that comes along the line, down the line, we're able to say yes to it, which is great. But I also just love the fact that if we say no to something and someone else is given that opportunity and it actually maybe fit in for them in that season. It's just there's something about that instead of thinking that I need to say yes to everything. Because uh, let's be honest, we say yes to most things. And that's an issue. We have in the past. Yes. Yes. Both of us have. The <laughs> we're, per- we're learning. We're, we're, we're <laughs> Both of us have the personality that we have done that we've learned a lot. Yeah. In the past five years in particular um, about that and and. And that has changed so much for mm-hmm. us. It really has changed. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but it has changed our life in many ways. And yeah. the way that we, uh, not to say we don't ever get stressed out or burned out or things anymore, but it has prevented a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and one of the ways that we have done that uh, this year in particular is, again, I, we thought I do good with practical examples of what were our priorities in this time. So yep. for us here in the UK... Uh, we were put in lockdown mid-March, early March, somewhere around there. Yeah, it might have been even, yeah, mid-March or late March, I think. Yeah, yeah. schools were closed, all the all lockdown meant for us, everything was shut down. Um, we've had different forms of that lockdown. We've never truly been completely out of any kind of restrictions. We've always had some kind yeah. of restrictions, but they've come and gone, and we've had, what, three lockdowns now, and... yeah. And that kind of stuff where it's been more of a full lockdown. And so we've really had to think through, like, what are our priorities? And most likely these will continue. Some will thankfully, hopefully change. But, you know, for us, it be our kids and our family stuff. Again, like we said, it's always been a priority. But we had this new thing that homeschooling or home learning or whatever you want to call it was now a thing. And we realized that needed to be a priority for our kids. It needed to be a priority for our family, which we don't love it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not my favorite thing. This I is not say. our ideal life and our ideal situation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that we we had to say, okay, this takes precedent over everything at the moment, and until that's done on a daily basis, then we can get to other things. But exactly, this is this is it. And that right has now. meant we'll talk about structuring our days, um, but that has meant. You know, we we have shared the responsibility. We have three kids at yeah. three different ages and different yeah. learning stages and stuff. Um, and so some are more hands on, some are more hands off. And thankfully, we we do have each other to help yes. out and do that and all that stuff. So exactly. You know, so we've taken turns been... on that. Um, but what that has meant is some things that we did have planned for last year, we still haven't done, especially yeah. for our business and things like that. 
We just, we haven't done them. Because, yes, actually, Pat's pointing <laughs> to his mic. I'm, I'm pointing to the mic. I'm like, this, last was, year, this was supposed to be last year. We were going to launch a podcast in like April or May of yeah. last year. And then we, as things started progressing and everything, we realized this was for the long haul when it came to dealing with all this COVID stuff. We realized that's just going to have to be starting something brand new right now. And isn't going to happen. It wasn't an space. easy, quick win. It was a, yeah. that's going to take a lot of time. And we just don't have the space. <laughs> time or mentally really we didn't really have yeah. the mental space for it either um so and now we feel like we do some things we've figured some things out <laughs> yeah and we have more of a mental space for it but it also meant for our business too in the past year that we've had to figure out more passive income streams um we what that basically means is more income that you can it sounds weird but you, you can make, make while you sleep yeah. is the idea um now Yes, you still have to work. It's not like you don't do anything. Yeah, you still, you still have work. to create things or, or produce things exactly. that then are purchased while you're sleeping. So mm -hmm. there's still work that goes into it. But and yeah. there's customer service in it. and yeah. all, So it's not completely passive. I don't love that word. But until someone else comes with a different word for it, yeah. we'll just call it that. Yeah. But with those income streams, it means we have had some work for it and that kind of thing. We've made some business shifts in that. Um, but that has meant that more of our time has been free. And then we've been able to do the home learning with the kids. We've been able to then squeeze some other things in and that kind of stuff because we have freed up time on that side. So again, right. that was another priority. And that took, for instance, like you just said, instead of doing a podcast, it meant, oh, we got to figure out these we've passive income streams because yep. we need income coming in right now. We can't just have that yep. stopped because that is part of what how we support our family and living here in London yeah. and, and the work that we do here. Yeah. Um, and then obviously taking care of ourselves and rest has been super important. We realized that yeah. right off the bat. Um, and then checking in with our community too, even though we can't physically be with them really. Well, we have weird certain yeah, things I outside mean, and stuff. But yeah, the whole start and stop thing so many times here has just been so difficult. So I think making sure that you're regularly figuring out ways to connect with people has just been super helpful for us um, and our kids as well, no, as yeah. best we can. Mm -hmm. Um but I, you know, to be honest, I mean, we would probably say right now we're we're feeling that we're slowly coming out of this third lockdown, and we're all exhausted from it. It's just it's that's been a very hard, um, hard thing to tackle in this last most recent lockdown is is continuing to stay connected with people because you're just tired of being on the computer and the screen all day. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, even though that is one of our priorities, we've had to be creative in it. And yeah. And we know some of that too will look different, obviously, as we come out of it. But those, so those are just, as we were talking through it, those have been like some four major priorities that have been in this past year for us. But then what that has done is it's determined what our weeks actually look like then, yeah. um, which I think is important. I think we think, oh, great, I've got my priorities. But then how does that actually play out in my day-to-day -day life? And this is where that balance thing drives me crazy. Like you are not, maybe you may have a season where you have like, exactly the time you want with your children, exactly yeah. the time you have when you want to work on your business. We've been in business for 14 years and I don't ever remember a season being like that. No. <laughs> I mean, I will just be real in that is that I don't think I've ever had a season where I'm like, I feel like I'm doing really, you know, hundred percent in these things. That's partially probably being a bit hard on ourselves. True. Yeah. I don't think, I don't feel like we've ever had a season where we were like, 
woke up in the morning and we knew exactly how many hours we were going to be doing for work and we knew exactly how many hours we were going to be family time and we knew exactly how many hours we were going to put into our marriage and like it just wasn't it's just not never been like that and i want to say that's so good that you said that because i want to say that before i say like some very structured oriented ways of like talking about your week or thinking about your week but it is all floating um it's good you know it's good to give yourself deadlines and it's good to, you know, some of you work on deadlines that are out of your control. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have that too and that kind of stuff. And so knowing those things though, again, if that is a deadline, then that is a priority. But if something else comes up, you've got to give yourself grace in that too. So, so how do we do that? Um, this is something, I guess it's been two years now that I would highly recommend. I don't. Let's just say, can I, can I preface something? Oh no. Okay. What? And how we do this? (laughs) Yes. This mostly comes from you. True. Because I am not wired like this at all. And so this no. is a really hard thing for me to, to step into. Because I, in my head, I float all the time. Yes. And if something catches my eye, I'm going to go that direction. So let's just preface that right right now. Like, this is all Maya. She's amazing at this. And yeah, it's it's awesome. And it's been super helpful for me who struggles in this. And so... And some of the things that we'll talk about is it's just been super helpful. So, and I think again, yes, I might be able to structure things differently, but I also have the uh, the shiny silver object syndrome as well, where I could be working what is on our, one... what do our kids go squirrel? Yes, our kids go squirrel. Yeah, um, you know where I could be working really hard on something. I think, oh yeah, this is my focus for this week, and then I suddenly get sidetracked by something. I think, oh, maybe we should do this, and da da da. And I have found ways to handle those brain things that kind of start happening the squirrels and stuff like that that take you off that i write them down someplace so i don't forget them but then i realize great they're written down i don't feel like i'm gonna forget them sorry i just wanted to make sure that people knew that i think that is good because you may be wired more like me you may be somewhere in between or you may be wired more like pat is but in order to get things done i mean you can say whether what i'm saying is true or not but in order to get things done and feel um i don't know just just Feel a sense of accomplishment, number oh, one. Totally. But also feel like, wait, have I made time for my children? Yeah. Have I made time for mm-hmm. my friends? Have I made time to just rest and do nothing? Yeah. Like you do kind of have, you have to look at your week. Mm-hmm. Because if you leave all those things up to chance, one of those glass balls is going to get dropped. Oh, for sure. For and sure. so that's why when I do this, I know <laughs> some people are like, gosh, that seems like a lot this is why no totally yeah so anyways what i was saying was two years ago or so back there is somebody who i really respect um and she has a great business and stuff like that and her name is hillary rushford um and she came up with a journal called the elegant excellence journal there's lots of components to it one of my favorite things though is on each week there is a like the it's a plan for the week And the way that she has you think through the things that are your projects and the priorities that you're working on is like, what are your big things for the week? What are the little things that need to get done? And what is just next? Yeah. What's like, maybe I'll get to it this week, but probably it's going to be next week or next month, Mm -hmm. whatever it could be. Um, But it's good to see it. Exactly. And so it's literally, I write it out. You don't have to have this journal to do that. You could write, I mean, I didn't actually for a while have a journal for the new year and stuff. And so I was just writing it out on just a normal notebook. And it was, it's so helpful. Um, I put everything from business to personal 
to anything we might have going on with our community or church or kids' school or anything. I put everything down here because I, in my head, sometimes think something is really big. And then I realize, oh, I actually don't really have anything to do on that. I just have to show up. So that's kind yeah. of a little thing. Yeah. I just have to show up. And like, and, and when you do this, you're like, you're looking at just the day or are you looking at like, how are you doing that? Are you looking at the whole week or like month or how does that work? Yeah. So typically? I am looking at our whole week. And so sometimes, you know, <laughs> back in the day <laughs> when our kids, you know, had school stuff and things like that. There may have been weeks that were more heavy focused on that kind of thing. Um, or there are some weeks that, you know, now that we're doing something like a podcast, maybe we're recording podcast episodes that week. So I know that needs to get fit in and I know that needs to be worked into the week. Um, some things, you know, as I'm, I'm literally looking at my list that I had written down this week. Yeah. And like, there were some things that I realized actually we, Pat and I, after having discussion when we were realistic, we realized we are trying to get too much done at once and there's no way all this is going to happen. And so we pushed a couple deadlines back um, that were ones that we had control over, at least. And um, we pushed a couple deadlines back. And so I've now moved those things that were big and what I thought were big. And I've moved those things down into next. And so those will be things that we go yeah. about, like, doing in the next couple weeks or something. Yeah, I, I was thinking of uh, one example for me um, over the past year was when we got that, when we um, got the book deal. And I was illustrating that book. Yeah. And I knew my time was going to be consumed by that. And so we had a discussion and we restructured some of our priorities in that season, right? And But because of the things and that we've been setting up and looking at each week and month and all that kind of stuff, um, that was a really easy conversation. And that was already before I had even started the project. I was like, okay, this is these are the things that we need to start looking at because this is going to this project is going to take up a huge chunk of my time. So we're going to have to reorient and rejig things. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a really easy conversation. So I, yeah, hopefully that would, that helps, but just knowing because I'm not wired like you, um, but the certain rhythms and practices that we've been putting in to some of our systems that already was already on the forefront of my mind, even before I even started the project or whatever, like I knew it knew, I knew that we had to start rejigging things and, and move and things move around. Things around. So. Exactly. So, and I think that's why, again, when you put something down and it's, it's got big little next, you know, like for instance, um, a couple of weeks ago, it was our son's 14th birthday. And so for me, that was a big thing because it didn't take a lot of my effort, but I wanted to make sure we were recognizing it. I want to make sure we were celebrating it. And, this, and that I wanted to make sure all of those things, like I, I just wanted to make sure that he felt loved and cared for. And so for me, I put that as a big thing, even though it was actually didn't take much of my time. I mean, we took a whole day with him and stuff like that, but it was a big priority for me. And so you could do this however you want to, of course, and yeah. however you want to structure that. But there is something about thinking about your whole week ahead and knowing you know, what are my big little next? You could use it for the month as you look at the month too. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of different things that you could do with it, definitely. Um, and then some weeks, again, like we were on, um, we took like a, they call it holiday here, holiday vacation, whatever you want to call it. Um, we didn't go anywhere. We were at home resting with our kids while they were on a school break. But during that time, I still did this because it helped me wrap myself around the fact that I'm now in rest mode. Yeah. And so I wrote down, 
big things were like spend time with the kids and things like that, play some board games and stuff. Like I wrote, I literally did write that down because it just helped my head get into that headspace of relaxing. And that, that seems yeah. crazy. And I think it again, really help. it's probably helpful, at least for you, like you just said, like it's helpful for you to go, okay, this is my priority. And so I can forget about some of the other stuff. It's okay to forget exactly. about the other and stuff. And that's where it is not balanced. Right, right. Every week, this looks different for me. Yeah. And so while some weeks it may be really heavy on one side of the thing, it may be we are, you know, for instance, when Pat was working on the most recent book that he worked on, it was super heavy work on that time. Like yeah. it was a very crunched in time scale. It wasn't a normal time scale for a book. And so we had to have a conversation and say, this is the priority because you did get this deal. We're super excited about it. It was something we had been really hoping for. I mean, we didn't know it was even out there. We've been hoping to, you had been hoping to work on a children's book. And then it happened. And then the timeline of it kept going <laughs> shorter crazy. and shorter and yeah. shorter. And so priorities for me shifted because of that priorities for you shifted and then it was though you still were good about saying like i am going to have to work almost all day long on this so homeschooling home learning some of that stuff is going to fall more it fell more on my shoulders for a while but then you always made sure you had this block of time in the evenings with uh the kids and us like together yeah that that was just still was sacred time that was not messed with you still had a weekend day that you didn't touch it and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing but it did mean i mean you got up early yeah i mean i got up up super early yeah i would yeah have that chunk of time but then i would stay up late and work on it after everybody went to bed and just things like that. So, But again, just... that's for, and we knew it was for a season. If that yeah. started to become a regular pattern, it would be a red flag to us that yeah. something's not right. We've we've said yes to too many things and we've been in those seasons. And so I'm only yeah. speaking that from experience that we've said yes to too many things. We haven't figured out our priorities. Something is feeling very unbalanced right now. Um, and I say, when I say unbalanced, again, I don't mean it's going to be equal, but something's not right. Something's not feeling right in it um and again that's why we say it's an unbalanced act because yeah it's an unbalanced it's act. just going to be yeah it's not going maybe you might have an hour where it feels like it's equal but yeah it just is not really how it goes so big first step is big little next what does your week look like when it comes to that Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.